Christ, you people suck. Wow. Episode 701. For May 30th, 2022. On the show this week, it's me, it's Anthony. Hello. And we have Drew joining us in a minute because, you know, Drew doesn't realize how Netflix works. And he had to finish an episode of Stranger Things. Or the whole season. Who knows? (laughs) You mean it's it's not a, is it really a TV show when they're like each episode is the length of a movie? Um, I'd say yes if it wasn't dropped all at the same time. It, like, boy, that's kind of just kind of. Well, they dropped seven Hill. episodes. Yeah, and yeah, then you know dropping... what I mean. Though. Like, it's 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 they're they're splitting the season into two parts, but like the second part's only like two episodes. Oh well. And one of them is two and a half hours long. Jesus Christ. Okay, that is just a, a movie <laughs> at that point. Every episode so far is at least an hour and 18 minutes. At least. I mean, come on. In the words of Jimmy, come on. I've never seen an episode of it, so... <sighs> I love the first season. I really did. I feel like I forgot seasons two and three, um, even though I like a lot of the characters that were introduced in two and three. So far, I'm three episodes into season four, and it's probably the best it's been since season one. But that's because they kind of focused it. Like, there's a, there's a main villain, and it's a good one. Uh, also, those kids grew the fuck up real fast. <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah, I don't know how much time was supposed to take place, but they really, like, at one point I remember there being, like, a lot of hype for Stranger Things, and there not being a new season of Stranger Things yeah, fast th- enough. Like, it's the same thing, and I don't like this show anymore, partially because the fan base sucks, but it was like Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty started to take off before season, like, I got into it right before, like, it peaked. Like, I wasn't on board with the first season. I never watched it. Somebody started talking about it at work. I watched both the first and second season, and then there was this big gap. And in that time span is when it really grew, and there was nothing. And it, but, like, you know, Rick and Morty's a cartoon show, so we don't visibly see people age. When you're working with kids and you want to do something, like, you have to keep kind of going nonstop. Yeah. Unless the it's going to be a huge jump in age. It was, like, they had to write that into the show because it's been three years since the last season, and the kids, like, immediately went into high school. 
because like it was like well they kind of got old and they look way different I'm waiting, than they did I'm waiting I'm waiting for it to be done because I dodged Game of Thrones and I feel like I mean, Game I of Thrones like was this, so this... good in its prime, and then it just, it really well, started you know to fall what? off. It totally could with Stranger Things. I don't trust people to land endings. Yeah, you know? I, but at the same time, I'm like, I don't even know how they should end this to make it okay, because it feels like every season is like, oh, that thing we fixed, well, it's back. And like the, the best part about the first season is that you had no fucking idea what was going on. And then when you found out what was going on, I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. And then now it's just like, oh, that's happening again. Okay. I don't, I don't remember the fucking name of the... Uh, I, I need... I, I need to justify my $25 a month subscription to Netflix. So i got to watch this. Oh, fucking Netflix is so expensive, man. Oh, um, it reminds me, like, on the very base level of I have no idea, um, what the fuck actually is happening in, in Stranger Things, because, like, I legitimately just have never seen, I know that there's the upside down, I know that there's a creature, at least in the first season, whatever. There's creatures. But it, like, season. from the basic a- aspects of it, I'm like, yeah, it sounds like The Watchers from Dean Koontz. I mean, you have to understand that Stranger Things is very much a. I, I understand that, but like, yeah. I know very basic things just from osmosis, like, you know, that you can't escape things. How do I put this? Stop doing that, people. I, I, I like, every time. Every time something hits like critical mass, mass where I can't avoid it, I, I suddenly don't want to watch it. You know, I've never seen an episode you know? of Ted Lasso. Yeah, yeah, I, it's kind I have. Of Drew's here, everybody. Hi, Drew. Yep, I'm here. Yeah, we were just making fun of you because you don't know how Netflix works. No, we already <laughs> got like an hour in. These episodes are long as shit. I know. I literally left eight minutes of one yesterday and came back and finished it later that night. It's crazy how streaming services work. Dude, fuck you. (laughs) I'm trying to enjoy a television show with my wife, okay? I'm giving you a hard time because it's funny. How far are you made it in? Uh, I finished uh, episode three. I'm on episode four. Gotcha. We're about to go into episode six. You're almost done. Jesus, are are you... a psychopath. I saw somebody say yesterday on Twitter, if you finish Stranger Things in a day, you're a psychopath. Oh, perhaps I am a psychopath. That's, how much time would that be? They're an hour and 20 minutes at least per episode. Some, not, not every one of them. One of them, there's only like two episodes are above hour 20. But all of them are at least an hour and 20 minutes. Not all of them, no. Uh, I think you're wrong on that. Hold on. Uh, there, there's some, it's like an hour or five. Where's my info? I need to pull up episodes and info. Episode 1, 78 minutes, 77 minutes. Okay, so episode 3 was 64 minutes. That's the only one that's shorter than that. The rest of them are 79, 76, 75, and 98. Yep. They're all, except for one, at least an hour and 17 minutes. So far, it's pretty good. 
that's fine. It's better than two and three, but yeah, very good. So anyway, that's enough Stranger Things discussion, I think. Yeah, because Anthony hasn't even seen it. I mean, it's one of those things. Like I, I heard, I came in at the tail end of it where he said if something is just overly popular, you actively avoid it. The critical mass. If it's not even that I actively avoid it, if I can't choose to disconnect from it, I'm done. It, the Star Wars, like as soon as you make it, so like <laughs> I just saw the, it. I just saw the, the text. Oh, Drew is a psychopath. <laughs> I am a psychopath. Um. <laughs> Oh, and, but yeah, shit. like anything that hits critical mass, like you know, I'm glad people like Elden Ring. I'm never gonna. Not only because I already yeah. wasn't gonna be interested in that type of game, but like, boy, I just don't. Well, see, here's the thing about Stranger Things, though, is it's not critical mass anymore because everybody canceled Netflix. Everybody hates. You ever, you ever see how people really hate Netflix on Twitter? Like, man, they really hate Netflix. People hate everything on Twitter. No, they like things that you are... channel that hate and tell politicians to fuck themselves, people. Those people need to hear it. Netflix isn't going to change shit. You think? Netflix don't give a fuck. No. They making money? I don't know. I see... Like, I saw the, the thing about you know Ted Lasso forever, and like, I've still never seen an episode of that show. Ted Lasso's legit good. I mean, it is. I mean, I, I understand where you're coming from, that it is a good show, but here's the thing, this is kind of me now, like when I see everybody talking about how good something is, I assume that I'm probably not going to like it, because everything well, no, I you, like, you everybody just actively, hates. You just actively avoid it, that's the thing, it's like, I'll never play Elden Ring, That's uh, for, for the past, what, three months, everybody's it's, been talking about Elden Ring, and I'm just like, I... It's like, you know, it, it's like, I'm... I can't enjoy like my. I am a multifaceted person. I do not spend all my time doing one thing and making it my character. So, if you just kind of dive into one singular thing and you want to be that way, cool. But like, it's when the whole world decides that this is the one thing. Now, it's how I dropped out of Marvel movies. I could not give less of a shit. Um, Star Wars. It's everywhere. I can't. I can't disconnect from it. So the way I'm going to disconnect from it is like uh, because I can't choose to engage with it. It's just always there. Then I'm not going to engage with the parts that are by choice, right? Does that make sense? Did I say that in a way that makes? No, I'm following sense? you. Okay. Like, it has nothing to do with quality. I don't think any of this stuff is bad at all. I mean. The world wants to do this to Morbius, and it's like, I'm going to watch it with my friends just because I know it's a legitimately bad movie, and that's what we do together, and then we all regret it later. I've um, waited for that's things. How we... Yeah, I'm I'm at the point where I wait for things to come home because they come home so fast. And that's even things I want to see. Like, I wanted like... to see Sonic 2, and I waited until it showed up on Paramount Plus, and I watched it, you know? Well, it's just like, I'm... It's not even that with me, it's just like... I do that because I don't want to go to theaters. That's a, that's a totally different conversation altogether. I, I'm, I'm more like, hey, Morbius is constantly being talked about as a meme. And it's like, sure, this is how we get a second one, and I don't want that. Um, but, like, my friend asked me to watch it. I'm like, I suppose. Um, but I if, I, he had not, if he had not, I would have not gone out of my way to see it. And, like, I just... 
you know, I get it now when people are like, I hate Pokemon. Yeah, if you were like, I want to disengage from Pokemon, and Pokemon was everywhere in the 90s and two, early 2000s, like, yeah, it'd be pretty under... I, I understand. Because um, it still does that. It still takes over when a new one comes out. Pokemon! And it's like, but I, I get why you don't necessarily want to play just the popular stuff or, or watch the popular stuff. It's like, at some point, you need that choice to disengage, and that's kind of how I've been with Stranger Things. You're right, it has died off a bit, but like, Fuck, everybody would tell me how good I, Game of Thrones is. And then Game of Thrones shit the bed and look how shit. that died off. Right? Holy so it's like, shit. so like, I'm not gonna not only not want to spend my time waste away to have like a terrible fucking ending. Um, but like, hey, everybody got into this because everybody was telling everybody else how good it was. And look how it all turned out for you people. I'll be Star honest Wars. with you. Star there's... Wars, the new trilogy. Look at how everybody responded to that last one. There's very few people that were like, that's a really good movie. Like, you all ju- jump on, and then you all realize, why did I do this? No, the, I don't think... I, I've never fell into that. But I will say that there are a few things that, like... You know, it's one of those things of... Everybody's talking about this. I'm not... I'm not hating it just because everybody's talking about it. Like, I won't play Elden Ring because I can't play those games anymore. But the more I hear about it, the more I'm like, yeah, I think I'm I'm okay. But it, there, there are times where, like, you know, everybody gushes over something, and I just didn't bother looking at it. But then later on, can appreciate it. Like with Ted Lasso, everybody was going on and on about Ted Lasso. I'm like, well, I'm not subscribing to this friigging channel because I don't care about it. And when it became a choice, it was appealing. Yeah. And so then I was like, cause we, we got Apple TV plus for severance and we watched severance. And I said, okay, well, while we got this, let's take a look and see what I was like. I've always heard Ted Lasso was pretty good. Everybody gushed over it like two years ago and we watched it. And I was like, that's actually really enjoyable. That's, it's, it's a good show. Um, and the thing that gets me is like, I haven't heard anybody talk about severance except you can. I saw it a lot. Um, I saw I it a lot too, but like, I didn't see it nowhere anywhere. near the, the the nowhere near the amount of anything else we've talked about so far. No, well, like, obviously, Apple all. TV's also I mean, yeah, but I mean, well. like, what else? Like, out of, outside of Ted Lasso, what else on Apple TV has been talked about exactly? Yeah, I, like, but, like you know, up. Severance, like Ted Lasso, Ted Lasso, I couldn't fucking get away from. Everybody's telling me how wholesome and shit, and I'm like, man, wow. That is definitely not a show I'm going to watch. Um, only because it just does not sound like I would enjoy it. There's a surprise. I know. The negative guy doesn't want to watch a positive show. You should um, watch, but... uh, Drew, while you have Apple TV, you should watch the, the, the Tom Hanks movie about the robot. Robot. I forget what the name of the movie was. I know what you're talking about. But it was, it was good. I enjoyed that movie. Honestly, um, and, and this is a hill I will die on. You should Finch. watch Severance. Severance Finch. is a great show. Like Finch is the movie. You can't... Severance. Severance is like one of the that's top tier TV. I haven't seen in a very long time. And you shouldn't read anything about it before you watch it. You should just no go in completely it. blind. God, it's so good. That last episode, man. <laughs> that last episode killed me. I was like, God damn it. Yeah, it was fucking compelling. Alright, we're done talking about streaming services. Let's talk about video games. Yeah. Okay. Anthony, you want to you kick us off? No, let's, 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 let's do Drew first, because okay. I have a feeling he'll play far less than me. 
And uh, I have stuff that we can we can roll into you, Ken, from uh, from uh, mine. Sure. All right, Drew. Then I guess you're okay. Uh, I did a deep dive of Rogue Legacy Two, hmm. and oh fi- shit! <laughs> fi- finally, wrote my review of that a month late. We're terrible at writing reviews. Yeah. Oh well, my god. Are we? <laughs> I submitted. So I submitted my review and then looked it up. I was like, when the hell did this game come out? Literally, exactly a month ago. I'm like, holy crap! I need to get better at this. <laughs> but I did put a good amount of time into Rogue Legacy Two, and I'm going to say it. That is top ten of the year contender right there. Yeah. It yeah. is absolutely amazing. And I really want to sit down and talk about this for a second because I don't like roguelikes a lot. It's it's there's only a few. Rogue Legacy One was one of those. And the reason why Rogue Legacy One stuck with me so long was because of the gameplay. Rogue Legacy 2 has that gameplay in spades, but it also adds so much more to the game. There, it, it is Rogue Legacy 1 times 3. It's so freaking good. Yeah, I love the fact that you can equip runes and change weapons. I've been playing this too, so it's funny that you started off with this. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it is legit one of the best games to come out this year. It Our- is... Oh, go ahead. Are you are you uh, are you thinking that they're they're the because I'm pretty sure everything's 3D. Well, not the not the world I should say, but the character. Like the character models. I'm pretty sure it's not two two dimensional. It just looks that way. Possibly everything looks hand drawn because so. when they die, they're clearly a 3D model. That's true, yeah, because they do those those funny little like animations. And death when they animations, die. and the same with the bosses. The bosses are like a 3D character, and then as soon as you start fighting it, it looks two two dimensional again. It could be like the Guilty Gear stuff. How That's what I was Guilty thinking. Gear. Yeah, there's just certain things about the way the character moves. I'm like, I don't know if it would be easier to switch to a 2D animation of this. I feel like you would just animate in 3d um because yeah. that kind of blew my mind when i first saw that so the 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 one thing that i praise this game for and it's probably the best thing about this game is the sense of progression most roguelites or even the soul series if you die well i gotta start this over but in rogue legacy 2 especially their sense of progression it's just enough to make you I, want to keep going. I think it's also that it's clear. Unlike, because you're always progressing in Binding of Isaac by unlocking new items that you can sure. find, but it doesn't do as good of a job um, telling the player what you have to do to unlock certain items. So, because it's just like, yeah, pay enough gold, increase your castle, castle becomes bigger, you have more access to things. Like, that's pretty, like, well obvious. Like Right, straightforward. You know? yeah. yeah, it's like, hey, yeah, here's step one, here's step two, here's step three. But then, but then on top of that, there is, even though everything's randomized every time you play the game, there are builds that you can go for. So, and it's, even if it's 
you know, like you find these relics. And I was like, ooh, I found this relic. If I can only find this relic or this relic to combine with that, I'd have a really good build going. And, you know, sometimes I run into it and you get a great run. Like I found the, uh, I don't know what the name of the weapon was, but it's like the Grim Reaper's Scythe. Oh, I hated that. Oh god, dude! It got it got me through two bosses in three different areas. Wow, I I I hated that. I I found out that I like the characters that carry an axe, and I had the the barbarian, the barbarian. But like, I had it where the I had the axe, and then I had whatever it was that allows me to build an aura that causes damage around me when I strike an enemy. So okay. I had that boss, the first boss, like, it just constantly doing damage to it. Because every time I hit it, I was doing extra damage on top of that. Yeah. Plus a higher crit rate. Um, however, right after you finish the first boss, you have to go kind of to the right into the section where you have to do the jump up the tower. Yep. And that character had the clumsy trait, which breaks things automatically. Which makes doing that jump up against the vines near impossible. Mm-hmm. I did it, but oh my god! Yeah, I was like, this is not the character built this for this. Um, yeah. A lot of precision platforming in this game, which the first game didn't have. Really. No, no. Like, Honestly, I, I, I could, far I more could skilled go. Games. Yeah, I could go without the, the downward slash jump. But I mean, it, it, I get why it's there, um, because there's there's tons of paths in this game where you got to have that, and they wanted to make it because obviously you got to make the game bigger, and there's tons of areas in this game, um, and I don't know, like it really, and, and the 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 mere fact that I and I don't remember if this was in the first game or not. Have you ran into the pizza delivery girl? No. Okay. She's a godsend. The piece of delivery girl will allow you to infinitely unlock a travel point. Oh. So no matter if you save the dungeon or not, you will always have that travel point unlocked. Oh, so So if you progress a good amount, so if you make it to the area four and you find the the beginning teleporter... You can say, all right, I'm going to pay you some gold. Unlock this forever. So instead of having to go through the entire dungeon trying to get back to where I was, I can now start from here. Neat. Uh, oh, go ahead. I said neat. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, she's just, that, that's, that's fantastic. Um, and it took, for some reason, it took me like three hours to finally figure out how the living safe works. Yeah, okay, that, how, how does that work? Okay, so... Because I've been trying to figure that out too. Does it automatically deposit? It, so yes. Yeah. So every time you pay Sharon to go to the dungeon, some of that money goes to the living safe, and you can increase it by you know upgrading your castle and stuff like that. Um, and I've, I every time I go by the safe, it's, it's a different amount. I'm like, whoa, wait a minute! I had a hundred gold in here. Now I've only got you know eighty five. What what's going on? The money that you currently have is including what's in the safe. That's what I thought. Okay. Yeah. And that's what that confused me. I was like, what the hell? Like, I had more money in here, and now I'm down to, like, two gold. That's because th- the money that I just spent was also including what's in the safe. 
So I was like, what? It took me like three hours. I'm like, why the hell? Is it just fucking random? Am I getting taxed? Like I couldn't figure it out. But um, yeah, no, it's there's there's so much in this game, dude. There's like the 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 scars that you find. So like there there's the the ghosts that you can talk to, and there's also the red ghosts that will update scars. Which in town, you may not have unlocked it yet. There's a whole little hub where you can like. Oh no, I have that. You have the the whole yeah, the, the scars the and stuff. Yeah, the house. Okay. Yeah, and I mean that's that's the whole that that that's, that's like part of the game. <laughs> Fifty side quests right there, just yeah. just like finding this stuff out, and then you find clues of where these people are, where the, where you can find more more scars that you can then, and then those also do permanent passive upgrades. And it's God, it's crazy, dude. the The yeah. amount of the amount of content in this game is insane. This game is twenty five dollars, and it is well worth it. This is yeah. one of the games of the year. I'm not. I'm not even joking around. I. I'm like. I'm probably gonna end up getting this on Switch. God damn it. Switch cool. Where, you, on where are you playing it now? Xbox. Oh. But I can just see myself being like, yeah, I'll play this again. You know, because here I am doing the normal thing of like, yep, I you know gonna play it again somewhere else <laughs> um, i know myself people are weird so. hey it like very with with roguelike stuff it's at least a different game like rarely do i feel like i need to have a game twice anymore anyways we used to do that i saw people who have game pass ultimate playing sniper elite on the playstation this weekend and i just sat there and i went why you could have played it for free. Yeah, like why spend seventy dollars when you can play it for free? It, you know what? If you have the previous game, sometimes it's just like, yeah, I want that muscle memory. I don't fucking know, man. I don't know. As, um, ain't no muscle memory in the world worth seventy dollars to me that I don't need to spend because I don't know about you, yeah. but seventy dollars is a lot of money. Yeah. But yeah, Rogue Legacy Two. If if you enjoyed the first game, you will absolutely love this one. Um. This is the roguelike that roguelike people that roguelikes you don't like them. I'm, there's a lot of likes in that sentence. I was just about to point yeah. that out. I'm like, can you say like any more times, man? Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> what are those enemies in Zelda called? Like likes. There you go. Roguelike, like, like. Um, they should so... make a roguelike about like likes called roguelike, like, like. Hold on, that's there's. Can't, I'm looking it up because there's a phrase that that comes from. And I can't remember what the phrase is, but it's like specific, why they called them like likes. Um, God damn it! The bats are called keys. Yeah. What was the rabbits called? The ones that were scared of sound. Oh, Pole's voice. Pole's voice. Yeah. And then there's the dark nut, which sounds dirty. Apparently, it's from the. Okay. According to the trophy in Super Smash Brothers, uh, Malay, Melee, whatever, fuck it, I don't give a shit how I say it anymore. The name Like Like is derived from an ancient Hyrulean proverb, shield eaters and the world leaders have many likes alike. Okay. In the Japanese version, it comes from the Japanese proverb, uh, which means to each their own tastes. So. Gotcha. Like Like I, I, just, I remember, uh, yeah, Like Like, I remember there being a reason why they were called that. 
Because it's Nintendo and fuck it. Yeah. But yeah. As I was saying, horribly. Non-fans of roguelikes can enjoy this game. Yep. Rogue Legacy still the the one. Pretty much, I think, maybe the only one that I enjoy of those kind of games. You you got into Dead Cells a little bit, didn't you? Yeah. A little bit. That's being generous. Rogue Legacy makes Dead Souls look bad. And Dead I hate Cells. to be like that. Dead Cells, whatever. It, it's going for souls. That's probably the reason why it's called Dead Cells. They're supposed to be doing a um, an accessibility patch for Dead Cells soon. That that is kind of built into Rogue Legacy too, to where it, like you don't start over. Like you can actually make a save point or something. Like I forget um, what the mm-hmm. specific were. That's the other thing I, I didn't even put in my freaking review. I totally forgot about it. You can totally customize that game to where like I kill everything in one hit and I don't die. They just added that to Deathloop recently. Really? Yeah, so in Deathloop you can turn on like one-shot kills and hmm. and like a bunch of other accessibility stuff that allows people that don't enjoy those kind of games to actually see the whole... But then you're just ruining the... <laughs> the ruining the game! Alright. I mean, Deathloop didn't exactly set the world on fire, so I don't think no, anybody I cares. Just, it's one of those like... Like-likes? You're... Yeah. <laughs> your your game's not ruined, everybody. I mean, d- d- come on, you know how people are. Yeah, I don't care. I'm gonna call. Don't I'm, play I'm done. that mode. I mean, it's not. Yeah, that I'm, do- I'm done. I'm done. I'm done being nice to people that have shitty opinions on things, including myself. Shame on you. More so myself than anybody else. But I'm just like I'm so tired of like the constant like. ruining the integrity of the game, and then in this next breath, telling everybody they should play it when. That's not necessarily a possibility. Yeah. I have a life, you fucking idiots. What else is going on? I don't. On? And, and I still can't play those games. Uh, playing AI, the Insomnium Files. Insomnium Files. I said it again. I said Insomnium. Yep. I only know that because I had to type it four times this weekend for, yeah. your, for your podcast. So I, that's the only reason I knew it. Insomnium Files. Insomnium Files. That game goes places. That game is wild. I mean, most I need of those visual it. novels are, right? Yeah, I mean... Isn't it, that from oh, the 999 guy? Yes, it is. Yeah. You could definitely tell it, but it's... The, the great thing about it, besides 999 and the other games, is that there's a flow chart. Sure. So if you if you make it to a path and it, you know, the game, quote, ends, you can easily just say, I want to go back to this exact point. That's no in more, um uh, no more starting over. That's in nine nine nine. That's also in Detroit. Yes, it is. Yeah. Uh, nine nine nine. When they redid that game for the Nonary Games collection, mm-hmm. which just dropped they on added Game that. Pass, didn't it? Mm, it's been there for a while. Drop on Game Pass recently. Nonary Games is on there, but it, it's it's it, it's been on there for a little while. Okay. I don't know most of these games, so I was just... I remember seeing something popped up on there a while back. I didn't remember what it was. Yeah. And I, I don't know who the killer is. Jay asked that question. And I'm like, dude, I don't know, but I'm going to say this. And he's like, okay, well, you can change it one more time if you want. <laughs> and I, I'm sure if I change it, it's still going to be wrong. This game, like, holy crap. 
Like the people I'm thinking, oh yeah, that's the killer. Nope, they're dead next next uh, scene. I'm like, okay, uh, <laughs> I don't know who the killer is. But it's this is crazy. That game is that game's nuts. Uh, and the sequel's coming out next month, I believe. Yeah, the Nirvana one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I'm playing a lot of it. Um, that's, that's honestly, I think that's about it. I mean, I, I I did mess around with a few games that I got for five dollars. Because you didn't, Which, you wanted to buy Agony because you wanted to spend your dollar. I've still got that dollar. I don't know what don't, to spend it on. Don't, don't buy. Just buy something just, that's just, like five dollars. Just, just buy Agony. Just fucking do it, Drew. Take the fucking. If you can't, if so you, you can't, if you can't get yourself to go out and spend three or four extra dollars, you deserve Agony. I deserve Agony. <laughs> <laughs> that game is so bad. Is it because it's what is it a sneaking game and the sneaking doesn't work? No, dude, work? it's just a first-person horny game. There's a bunch of like horny demons in it, but, but like, but like fucked up horny. Yeah, like, yeah, you're not invited to the fetish club anymore. <laughs> okay, that, that that yeah, you've been banned, have you? Okay, wasn't that game in development for like eight years? No, I think you're thinking the God. What's the one that's coming? Ken. <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> I'm pretty. No, I, I'm pretty sure I remember. No, um, Ken, you ruined it. I don't. I don't remember the name of the game. I don't know which game uh, you're talking about, but the one that's got the Giger-esque Oh, Scorn, the Wall Scorn. Penis game. Wall Penis. Thank you. Yeah. Scorn. Drew, Drew are you gonna get Agony? I don't know why. If you get it, I'll buy it too, and then we can talk about it. Dude, no, don't. You guys do not waste your money. Intermission. Intermission episode. That game is so bad. It's not even a video game. We, listen. Is it just like a walking simulator? Kind of, yeah. You just walk around. Hold on. We played some of the worst shit, Ken. This cannot be worse. This cannot be worse. All right, well, y'all enjoy it, because I'm telling you, it's worse than Popeye. Is it worse than Ride to Hell? Yes. I don't believe you. Yeah. (laughs) Dude. Hold on, hold on now, hold on, hold on. Is it worse than Perfect Weapon? Perfect Weapon. (laughs) Yes. You want to know why this game is worse than all of these games you're naming? Because they're actually video games? Yes, there's no point to Agony. Is there like a goal? No. no. I'm wondering if this is a really meta game. <laughs> There's no point. And you feel it. You feel. I don't feel anything agony. but agony for paying for it. It's a bad video game. And I Look, bought it for 99 cents, okay? Don't buy it. I feel like I'm going to do don't this. Don't buy it. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm like, this is only pushing me further. <laughs> All yeah, right. This is. This is, dude. You forget. I, I spent a whole year playing garbage. I mean, this isn't garbage. This is just, there's just Staggany. no point. Yeah, there's just no point. <laughs> Perhaps it is meta. Yeah, it's something. This yeah. game is actually genius. No, it's not. No, stop it. It makes you feel agony. It's, Ken, it's, you're only selling me further. Off. It's okay. Yeah, it's, it's the quiet man in hell. 
This makes okay. the quiet oh, man look okay. like game of the year. Oh god. No, it that. doesn't. Nothing, nothing. Oh fuck. You all Jesus. haven't played Agony like, yet. Every time, every time, can we go back? I want to put fucking the quiet man right above perfect weapon. We gave That's that game lot, too man. much, too much slack. Oh my god. Uh, come on. I mean, it, it's it better than bad. perfect weapon. It's better than perfect weapon and worse than everything else. I don't know. Dude, no. hold on, hold Dude, on. You can't, even, you can't even freaking play Ride to Hell. And yet, I enjoyed that more. Oh, I don't know. You have to sit through a silent movie. I know. They're like, we want you to experience it, like. That's art. It was. It's so no, no, it's not. No, it's not, Ken. No, it's not. It's it's this it's this psychotic vision of this one man that wrote it, and it was like, ah, it'll just be like deaf people. Somehow, deaf people don't understand context or understand anything. Oh wait, no, our character does. So I'm just the one that's left out of the loop. Cool. Yeah, and then it's just this like drony kind of the whole time, and yeah. you're like, "What?" And then when you finally get the story, you're like, "Man, the story sucks." This is not only does it suck, like so, like the guy wants to like fuck the woman that looks just like his mother, and we're just okay with this. I okay. mean, y'all, y'all are making a case to play agony. I, I can't say anything. I'm probably going to pick up Agony. Drew, the moment you do, let me know. I'm I'm probably going to do it today, so... Why don't you just do it right now, and then oh I'll pick God, it up, too. Oh, my God, y'all. Okay. Can they talk about or, real video games? This... Hold on. Drew, do you have anything else? Uh, No, I don't think so. This is more Mario Golf. The 3 one? Yeah, the yeah. World Tour, yeah. Hold on. Here we go. Doing it live. Y'all are fucked up. Hold on. Wait for it. I mean, how long does it take to buy something? It's digital. And I now own Agony. So I'm not not going to do that because it'll start downloading and then my connection will be garbage. It's because you got a hamster and a wheel running. This is true. And there's nothing I can do because the company has a monopoly in my area. (sighs) It's pretty much internet in every area is a monopoly. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so... Games I played. So I finished Sly Cooper, got my gold, tr- my platinum trophy for that. The, gold, the, the the first the, game? the first one, the first on one. PS3 I'm going through. Yep. You know I oh, booted I, that up on PlayStation. I did that too. I have the the platinum for that too. I so booted I, that well, up I mean, on PlayStation do do now. After you mentioned everything, all you have to do is everything in that game, and you get it, except for the time trials. And I was like, all right, yeah, that game. Playing uh, playing Sly Cooper and Sly 2 back-to-back just shows me the faults in both. <laughs> um, Sly Cooper shows its faults just because it's old. And, like, the damage system sucks. Like, the fact that he doesn't have a health bar, he just has, like, hits based off of how many coins he has. You're like, ah. Yeah, and then there's just some unfair shit, and you're like, ah, oh, these are just cheap ways of screwing over the player. Um you go into slide two and you're like, wow. I've been playing this game just as long as like Sly One. 
and it says 36% at the bottom. Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is a long-ass game. Um, in comparison to the first one, I should say. Um, but I mean, like, man, Slide 2 is such a better game overall, still. Um, it's just long. Like, the, the constant having to go through, like, an open-world thing with different characters, and then having to go back to the hideout to switch for the next mission, you're like, alright. Wish there was a faster way to do this, because it feels like Donkey Kong 64, and that is not a positive. Um, but, you know, I'm still enjoying it. I took a break from that to start up Rogue Legacy 2, which we've already talked about, and been enjoying that. Because I was playing Rogue Legacy 2 while I downloaded K.O. the Kangaroo. K.O. I don't know how I feel about that. The game I don't, or what I just said? The the game. I don't okay. give a shit what you just said. Like that, that no, 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 that had no relevance on my life other than like, <sighs> yep, it was a sound. Um, yeah, I don't like... Oh, fuck. Okay, so the game ain't great. The game is... Nowhere near as well done as the second game, which was like a Rayman 2 ripoff. This is like, okay, I do not like the current design of anything. I don't like the cartoony aspect of it. I don't think it looks all that great. I mean, fucking voice acting is abysmal. It's fucking KO, the kangaroo, which was already a third You rate. didn't. You're right. You're right. However, and this is where I'm just going to. There could have been no talking, and I would have been just as okay with it. In fact, if you had done the Rayman 2 thing and just went, oh, I love the avenue, I probably would have had a better time. But every time K.O. opens his mouth, I'm like, that voice actor is not doing a good job here. I do not know if they are a bad voice actor, but it is not a good performance. And that could be direction, but the fact that everybody else seems to be okay, I'm like, this is not great. Um... Outside of that, like, yeah, it's a 3D platformer. Yeah. It's, 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 it's like, it is like... It's literally the is, pinnacle of, like, PS1, PS2 generic platformer. That's what it, it was. It is, yeah, but, but like, when they were ripping off... Rain, um, so here's my thing. The, the second game and sort of the third game that never came over here um, is, is now got an official translation uh, GOG, but, like, the original game sucks. I won't even defend the original KO, but the second and third game kind of ripped off Rayman. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah. Again, it was it was like uh, Poland only because that's where the original studio was, and um, they were Rayman two ripoffs. And you know what? We don't have 3D Rayman games anymore. So I was like, well, all this needs to do is be a decent. 3D platformer that gives me, you know, Rayman vibes, and I'll be very happy. And it doesn't. It's just a mediocre 3D platformer with, like, combat in there. I'm like, yeah, this is that that type of 3D platformer that, like, we had a billion of, like, I don't see the benefit in this game at all. Like, it is... Hold on. What did I give? What did I give Ice Age? You know what I mean? Like that is where I'm on par. Ah, with right now. I I feel like this game is. I played that Ice Age game. I feel like this is better than but, that. 
Okay, so I gave it a 5.5. I could see the this KO being a 6 or a 6.5. It's not... It's it, You're right, it's better. It looks better. It plays a bit better. But, like... I I would not... How much is this game? You've reviewed it. Well, I haven't right? yet. How much is it? I think it's you know? 30... Let me check. 30 is not bad and definitely Yeah, 29.99. That's what I thought. Okay, so like 30's not bad in comparison to the $40 that they asked for Ice Age. So Yeah, but like not 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 what I was hoping for, I was guess. I was expecting just a little bit more like originality in 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 place of you know, voice acting and other flourishes that you'd see in a bigger product. But yeah, but every time KO opens his mouth, I'm just like, yeah, I'm not, not a fan of that. I've heard that you can turn mumbles back on by unlocking it, and boy, that's the first thing I'm doing. Well, you gotta unlock um, it first, you know. You're right. I'm gonna work really hard to unlock it. So I can just hear, because I'm like, that'll make it a lot more tolerable. Um... Because, like, the plot doesn't matter. Also, boy, do they just really fucking fire you into the plot on full cylinders. And I'm like, I don't even know what's going on. <laughs> no, like, yeah, I just figured out. You guys, what's the worst voice acting you ever heard? The worst ever? Are we, are we... There, I have a question for you, Drew. Yep. Do you, like, it, it, does that mean just completely unenjoyable? Because there is bad voice acting where I go, yeah, but, like, part of that is the script and the direction, but then you love it because it's terrible. Like, you know, Castlevania, right. uh, Resident Evil, um, uh, House of the Dead, you know, all those are really bad voice acting, but, like, not necessarily the fault of the actors, and they've come out more charming than anything. Okay, so, all right, I have an example because if I say this, we could easily just go with the Swollen Scorpions. But <laughs> yeah, but see, that's enjoyable, right? So it's like uh, it's enjoyable, and it's also the, that's not their native language. That is true, and and like that is the only part of that game where I remember being like, oh yeah, that's my, like I could hear the accent, but it was like it was just like, oh yeah, this is like them forcing through to read English, so like they're translating in their head in like real time. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, like that's the reason why the pacing of the dialogue is off and stuff. But otherwise, it wasn't it wasn't the worst voice acting I ever heard, and and it was more charming than anything. And then they fixed that game and made it all Chinese, which is weird. I mean, probably for the best. But so my example is, I, I would say a game that is considered good that has bad voice acting. I'm Steve. Steve from Code Veronica. His voice acting is, is pretty bad. It's probably the worst voice acting I've ever heard. And it's not... The thing is, is that nobody else in that game sounds that bad. Was it Steve Burnside? Was that his name? I forget what his name is. It's something stupid like that. Yeah. His um, voice acting... Just listen to any of the voice acting from him in that game. I mean, he's got, like, a whiny tinge to it. Like, yeah. yeah, outside of, like, I'm trying to think. Like, there's, there's... Oh, what about, what about that Resident Evil, um, the gun survivor, whatever, that with the PS1 game? 
Have you ever heard that? Um, no. Oh my god, what is that? There's a there's an angry video game nerd episode about yeah, it. Yeah, it's it's your it's Gun Survivor, the first person thing. Yeah, like yeah, that's not great. Oh, it's bad. It's really yeah, bad. like like I'm looking at a list just to be like yeah, what, let's see what's some of the bad voice acting. But it's like guys, like all these are like either super old or like super budgety, and I'm like I don't like Mega Man Eight. Yeah, but like they didn't know what the fuck they were doing. You know, Mega Man like, Eight eh. intro sequence. Mega Man. Uh, I, I can say, so, like, partially, like, again, we go back to the, it's it's not really fair, is, like, Shenmue 3 has bad voice acting. Yeah. Yeah, but they did and, that on and, purpose, because people were like, this be, is why I like this game. Yeah, so, so like, you know, but, like... No. Well, no, dude. they did it because Yu Suzuki hasn't played video games in 20 fucking years. Dude, the community uh, would have lost their shit if it wasn't the I'm same. sure if it was the same... Uh, yeah, but it's the same act, Same actors could have delivered a less stiff performance and it would have been probably accepted. They just no. had to have the same... No. no the, pro- the problem with Shinmu is that you, you will have a conversation with somebody and each voice line feels like it's from a different conversation. Yeah, that's true. Um, I... Man. I mean, KO is up there, definitely, because it's like... KO sounds terrible and everybody else sounds like they've done this before and the whoever's voice in chaos sounds like it's their first time doing a voice and i don't i don't believe that i'm just saying like it's like oof this is not great like there's nothing about this character that like tonally sounds right he doesn't seem to be reacting to everything he just sounds like make character whimsical sort of and that was the direction and then the character they just were like that first take Dude, um, they probably paid that guy like $500 for the session. Fucking send that 500 to me and I'll do you a better <laughs> KO voice. <laughs> you think you will, but... Oh, no, I could definitely... I would I would send them a bunch of takes and be like, here, I've tried to sound like KO from number two because that is a better voice. Although, I don't do think the, I do the Australian... Do the accent? No, I'm not going to do the accent, but... <laughs> yeah, fuck. Um... Man, I don't know. Like, that's a hard thing. It's like, I feel like that only stands out at, in the moment. I don't flash back to, like, bad voice acting. And I've lucked out. I think I've skipped a lot of the, the real bad outings. There, There is those videos of that guy pantomiming the voices from a long uh, time ago. Sure. The, uh... Feel the power of my magic is probably one of the best. It's Man, from one of the Dynasty Warriors games. Did you know that they added um, the Dolph Lundgren Masters of the Universe movie to HBO Max? And I, oh, I, fucking Jesus. I feel like I need to watch it again. Terrible movie. It's what's, not good. What's that fucking dude's name? Gwildor? It was like the Orko-like, but he wasn't Orko. God damn it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna feel the power of we're my go, magic. We're gonna go. What, what else you got? Oh me? No. Yeah, you, yeah you. you're the one talking uh, about video games. So we we're... were talking about voices, and I was like, I don't fucking know, man. I don't got anything else. Um, oh god, the Wonder Boy, Wonder Boy collection. This, this, I just slowly like went down in in like quality. All right, Wonder Boy collection, uh, made by Radalika. Well, published by Radalika. No, no, it's made by them. 
published I didn't think by they actually game. made video games. Yes, they do. They publish stuff, and they have this wrapper that they put on, like, old ROMs. Like Tone and, Loke? Uh, uh, wow, Don't you're the only Loke person to ref- referring to Tone Loke we, as a We talked about Young MC 30... and Tone Loke last week. Fucking... Yeah, but, like, you, we didn't call him a rapper, I don't think, last week. Maybe we did. I don't give a shit. Anyways. Paco Bell. Just a okay. talker. Um, wow, this is just a collection of ROMs. Well, I mean, I, I, I know what you're thinking. Yeah, of course it is. Okay. Um, I love Wonder Boy, and I feel like Wonder Boy is one of those series that randomly, what, five years ago now, when, when the remaster of three came out, uh, rebuild, remake, whatever you want to call it, from, um, uh, Lizard Cube came out. All of a sudden, like, hype started to build around Wonder Boy. A hype game is a that strong won- word. Sorry? Hype is a strong word. Uh, okay, a cult following <laughs> emerged. <laughs> whatever, you want a fucking word, whatever. It, it suddenly be- began to become way more talked about than it was. Because at one point, like, there was two websites I could find that talked about Wonder Boy. One was a Wonder Boy fan site. And the other was Hardcore Gaming 101. That was it. So, suddenly I'm like, wow, okay, Wonder Boy has become popular. Cool. And we saw, so some weird licensing thing happened where, like, I don't think Sega really owns any of it anymore. Um, and some Korean company had part of it, and somebody bought that out, and so anyways, we had a Wonder Boy Returns game, which was a remake of Wonder Boy 1, which is Adventure Island, and it's kind of sucked, and they went and fixed it, and good for them. Um, excuse me, we had Monster Boy, which was made by, you know, part of the original team, and very good, and I love Monster Boy, and I love the Dragon's Trap remake, and I was excited because, like, hey, Wonder Boy collection. Now, uh, on the PS2 in Japan, there was a Sega Ages 2500, which was the price in yen, um, release that was a Wonder Boy collection made by uh, M2, and it had, like, every version of every game on it. So, it had Wonder Boy, a bunch of versions... Or, sorry, it was Monster World, so it didn't have Wonder Boy, but it had Wonder Boy 2 in Monster Land, all the versions of that, Arcade, Master System, and whatever else it was on. Dragon's Trap, they had the Game Gear version, the Master System version, uh, I think they were just missing the Turbo Graphics version, which has a different name. It's like, they put a ton of work into... Making that, like, the ultimate collection. The team at In-In, whoever, uh, the publisher In-In, which is also strictly limited, it's owned by the same parent company. I know I've gone over this before, but I think now I have to bring it up again because apparently this company doesn't learn. Um, they did, they did a, a Wonder, or Monster World, Monster World 4, um, Asha and it was like Wonder Boy or Monster World 4 uh, Asha and whatever for 
they did a remake. They did a Monster World 4 remake, and it was all 3D animated, but it came with the original. And, like, cool. I'm glad that they went back and did some, like, they did a full 3D remake, and they included the original. Strictly Limited decided to sell a full version of this of this Wonder Boy collection that included Dragon's Trap, included multiple versions of every game, and sold it, again, physical only through their site. And now it's the only way to get the complete collection. On the side, their, their sister publisher, Inin, is publishing a version that has four fucking ROMs in it. So it doesn't have all the versions. It's a boring ass wrapper that like allows you to play, you know, these four games with like, and look, the emulation's fine. It's not a complaint about the emulation, but like, they're just ROMs in a wrapper. And it's like, is the minimal, most minimal amount of work you could do. And it's disappointing because it's clearly done just to cash in off of the the newfound popularity of the Wonder Boy series. And the fact that this publisher, and I'm going to say it as one, because I know that they call themselves strictly limited on one side and in-in on the other, but, like, fuck you, you're the same company. They do this all the time. They've done it to uh, Turrican. They've done it to Space Invaders. They sell the complete version on Strictly Limited, and then they put out a fucking dumbed-down version through in-in, and they'll sell physical copies of that in stores. So they have the physical manufacturing capability to make these games and just sell them in stores. And they choose, they actively choose not to do that. And that's so irritating. And it's clearly a scummy move to sell you a bunch of shit and overcharge you through their website, Strictly Limited. It's a shitty move. And it's like, great, these games emulate and play fine. But like, at that point, I go, well, fuck you. You don't give a shit about this. You're just in this for a quick check. And you've done actually nothing. You didn't develop these games. You just bought rights to them. And you're throwing them out there. And, like, you know, I just shit on KO the Kangaroo. But, like, they made a new game. I don't know if it's the same people. But whoever owns the rights to KO made a new game. The people that own Todd... And, like, and I only bring this up because, like, Ken, you point out this a lot. That that Ty the, the Tasmanian Tiger the Tasmanian gets reissued. But, like, that team, that own, whoever owns it, went back and changed things to make it work better on modern consoles. They put in a lot of work. It may not all be seen, but they put in a lot of work. Um, you know, uh, Lizard Cube put a lot of work into making it so you could play the original Wonder Boy 3 as accurately as possible. And, like, as well as having new additions to it. Um... There are people out there that do a lot of work in just making games more accessible. And this is the example of, like, we have done absolutely fuck all. Hand us however much money this this collection is for the dumbed down version. Um, and, like, I want to say it was like 80 bucks uh, American to get the physical copy with all the stuff before shipping. And it's like... I'm so tired of having to bring up this fucking publisher and this shit. We, people complained when um, Devolver announced that they were doing like a physical only game. You could only ever play it if you bought the physical Switch cartridge. Um, 
Because, yeah, it's shitty. And, like, you know what? As someone that does buy physical stuff still, um, it's not that it's physical. It's that it's physical only. It's, like, digital only. I don't like not having choices, you know? But, like, digital, at least I can understand that it's, like, well, you know, it costs money to make physical products. It costs more money, I should say, to make physical products. And then distribution and all that stuff. I understand wanting to avoid that aspect. To avoid a digital release, to have a physical one only, that's a shit move. Like, I, I, there's no, nothing consumer friendly about that. You're an asshole. You're an asshole who's forcing me to, if I want the complete experience, I have to pay you for it. Or I can buy the fucking kneecapped version from any game store or the digital marketplace. Fuck you. Fuck this fucking company. Fuck in in Fuck Strictly Limited. I'm so done with their shit. I love Wonder Boy, and yet every time I play this collection, I'm like, yeah, so you get Wonder Boy, Wonder Boy 2, skip Wonder Boy 3, Wonder Boy 4, and then Monster World 4. And it's like, well, there's a big gap in that. But you don't have that gap if you bought their big fucking collection straight from them they have the rights they chose not to that's that's a scumbag move and this publisher has done this before with the space invaders collection that i reviewed and the turrican collection which i have not reviewed but they sold as two different bundles which by the way customers still don't have should point that out they sold all the turrican games over two cartridges and customers do not have that version. And that version was going to have extra content that was not in their dumbed-down version that you can buy for, like, $40. Like, it's, you know, as much as we give shit to Limited Run, and God damn it, I really hate that they're bringing back Plumbers Don't Wear Ties, none of that stuff is strictly through them. Like, all the physical tchotchkes and soundtracks may be through them only, but, like, you can still play the game. I'm pretty sure, as much as you shouldn't, you will be able to play Plumbers Don't Wear Ties digitally. I, I hate this publisher for what they've done. Like, I should not be complaining about a Wonder Boy game. You know? I shouldn't be going, at least you tried, but, like, you didn't. You didn't at all. Like... There's better ways to play this. You just download the... Like, it feels like they just went to, like, coolroms.com and just download the ROMs and put them in an emulator and sold it to people. They probably got a virus. I fucking hope they did. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, ending off on a great note, fucking <sighs> Wonder Boy Collection. I would not recommend it. And everybody, like, there's other ways to play these games. And... I. It can't justify. Give me a second. I'm just gonna look up the price because that'll that'll either increase my anger or dumb it down, and I don't know where we're at yet. So just give me like a minute. I know it's great radio, everybody, but like, no fucking. It's so it's probably twenty bucks. Probably because uh, I'm. Oh no, hold on. I can't tell what website, which version of Nintendo I'm on because. It doesn't tell me whether or not I'm seeing Canadian price or American. Always love that. 
Here we go. Wonder Boy collection is thirty. It's loading. The the eShop is even slow on the web. Uh, twenty nine ninety nine. Yeah. 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 Uh, I can't recommend it for that price. Um, you can get a really good version of Wonder Boy and Monsterland from the Sega Ages collection on Switch. Um, it's going to cost you a bit more, but uh, M2 has done a, a really good job. Uh, like I said, you can honestly skip the original Wonder Boy and just play Adventure Island. Uh, I, I think those games get better and better as you go through that series. Uh, Wonder Boy Monster World, I'm pretty sure, is available on PC. And Monster World 4 is available um, as a separate game from In-In, unfortunately. But, like, that's a better collection that I would pay for, where you get the new version and the original classic for about the same price as this collection. And I'm going to be honest with you, it felt better to play. Um, I want to see something quickly, because if it's on there still, I can save you probably way more money. Um, So originally there was, and maybe it's not there anymore, but Xbox had a Wonder Boy collection too. Yeah, it's uh, it, backwards compatible. It was a 360. It, yeah, and I'm going to be... I own sure. it. I saw it in my list the other day. Yeah, I own it too, obviously. Um, obviously. So I'm assuming they... Yeah, no, so here, here's... <laughs> save yourself money and just pay... T- if you have an Xbox... Pay $10 and get way better versions of each of these games. Because, like, they play better, too. Because, like, I did not like the interface that I was using to play these games. You get Wonder Boy 2 in Monster Land, Wonder Boy uh, in Monster World, and Monster World 4 in one collection for $10, and you can play it on your Xbox One. Or your Series X. Or your Series X. Yeah, I forget that. That's the newer one. Yeah, that's a new system. You know those. those I still moves. haven't seen them on. Well, it's not available on store shelves. So as far as well, I'm the concerned, S they is, don't exist. The S is everywhere. Yeah, the S is still harder to find than you think up here. But anyways, yeah, like I, I would just skip this collection. Honestly, there's other ways to play these games. <clears throat> Very disappointed. Uh, yeah, that's it for me. All right. <clears throat> I'm gonna kick off with a weird one. See if you <clears throat> if you know this game. It is Cubite Classics Jim Power: The Lost Dimension Collection. What the what the fuck? <laughs> this is the one where he's got the uh, jointed arms and legs, right? So this is this was originally a Super Nintendo game. This release is 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 uh, impactful. Oh no! This is this is not the oh. This God, is like Jim a Contra Powers. style side-scrolling oh, shooter. So this Where game... Where the background moves like a psychotic, epileptic fit. Yeah, so this version, this release is is the unreleased Genesis version as well as a remake... Uh, a newly developed NES version. So the NES, NES version, version is literally built from the ground up for this release. Um... And you can you can switch between the two versions, so you can play 16-bit or 8-bit, just depending on what you want to play. This game is so fucking hard. <laughs> like, I made it maybe to the second level. It's so hard. Um, the jumping doesn't feel great. 
Does anything in that game feel great? No. It's weird, but it's kind of a cool thing to see, you know? I don't know. They're, it looks like they're putting work into it. Hey, in in strictly limited, maybe you should take a fucking note of what they're doing for gym goddamn power. Dude, Cubite puts out the weirdest shit. Like, they put out that humankind strategy game a while back. They're the ones doing Zero Tolerance Collection. Which, God bless them for that one. That's uh, a weird one, too. But um, they're they're putting work into that, too. Yes. Like, again. No, I respect I respect the work they put into this because it's it's a nice collection, but holy shit, that game is rough. So, um, I'm trying to find their website so I can see what else they're fucking doing right now. Oh, Cubite, yeah, Cubite has a website. Um, I was that's where I looked up the. Um, how do you spell it? How do you spell their Q U B Y T E? So it's Cubite Interactive. Uh, I played another one of their games this week as well. Um, which was uh, Underland, oh, right. The Climb, which is essentially like a room-by-room puzzle game where you have to solve these puzzles to slowly climb up from the bottom of this chasm. That's not bad. Uh, apparently there's a sequel coming soon, so that's why the first one was put out. I played a lot of indie games this week that present you with a grid of levels, you know, like 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9... And then you pick the level and you do the puzzle. I played a lot of those this week. Um, I played a mini golf adventure, which is also broke out like that. You know, like a grid of levels, and you got to beat the level. You basically have to collect the gems and get the ball in the hole in a certain amount of strokes, and that's what the mini golf adventure is. Um, Swords and Bones is also a, here's a grid of levels, and the objective is just run through the level, kill the enemies, collect the treasures, move on to the next level. (laughs) Blow and Fly is another game where the levels are put out in a grid, and this game has got to be one of the weirdest physics-based puzzle games I've ever played. Basically, you're a blowfish, and you have to use your momentum to move through these intricate like platform areas without essentially like a meat boy. When style. you say when you say momentum, you're blowing out air, aren't you? Yes. You're literally okay, facing your that fish is, towards oh, the ground and blowing. So and you go through like a maze? Yeah, sometimes there's a maze and it gets harder with to... like there's spikes on the floor and things like that. So So there's a fuck I I don't remember what what it was called, but there was a game that Everybody should watch his channel, Ross's Game Dungeon, Cursed Farms on YouTube. He uh, did a very old, like, game, and it was literally that. So when you're saying, like, oh, yeah, it's this, I'm like, yeah, fucking, that is this whole-ass game. Um, Helios is what it was called. And you're like a balloon that pushes air through, and then you go through a maze. And I'm like, yeah, yeah that sounds a lot like that. That's, that's similar to what this is, absolutely. Um, what else did I play? I played it, so Drew, if you ever need a thousand achievement points, real quick, there's a game called Lab Crisis, took me two minutes to get a thousand achievement points, it's literally just a dude moving through a dungeon, collecting scientists, and taking them to the exit. It's two minutes long? Two, well the whole game probably is longer, but it took two minutes to get a thousand achievement points. Like I was getting, I was getting achievements so fast, that I was earning them before the last one popped up. Gotcha. 
I literally thousand pointed the game in two minutes, and it's three dollars and ninety nine cents. So you know. Oh, what else did I play? Zombo Buster Advance is a tower defense game. Basically, put soldiers down, kill zombies before they hit the door. You know the drill. Same thing. Uh, Death's Gambit Afterlife finally came to the Xbox. It's been on Switch and PlayStation and PC forever. It's finally on Xbox. It's a fucking Souls game. You know what you're dealing with. Uh, 2D pixelated Souls game. So, you get a horse in this one. So, it was was ahead of its time for Elden Ring, you know. Uh, Remote Life is one of the Rattalaika games I played this week. Um... In screenshots, you'll look at it and you'll be like, this looks like a really awesome 2D horizontal shooter uh, with a neat mechanic of being able to use the right analog stick to change the trajectory of your shots. Um, And it's fine. It's not the best horizontal shooter I've ever played, but it kind of gives me some vibes of R-Type with its kind of like... what's What's the best way to describe it? Like really large kind of freaky looking enemies like the, the the box art is literally like a skull so you you kind of get the idea of what the enemy types are in that game uh and then i booted up injection pi 23 r's regia whatever the fuck it's a third person survival horror game that kind of doesn't play very well so those are the indie games i played this week i did spend a bunch of time um, I'm still playing through Sniper Elite 5, which I think is probably the best Sniper Elite. Like, those games incrementally get better every time. This one is very good. It's got eight very large open world areas to run how many, through. How many times have you shot Hitler in his one testicle and watched it explode? So that is DLC again. I love that that's just a conf- always returns. Like, ah, fuck nope. it, let's kill Hitler. Yep, that's still in there, and it's DLC. It's like $6, I forget. Um, but yeah, it's, it's still in there. The, 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 man, this one's built from the ground up to support these new consoles. And I will tell you that, holy shit, those x-ray kills just get gruesomer and gruesomer. <laughs> those games are still really good. And if you've got Game Pass, you should go play that game because it's very, very good. Um, I played a little more Dolman. I'm, I'm going to write my review for that. That game is just not very good. Like, you want to talk about bad timing? You put out a Souls-like right around the time Elden Ring came out? Like, Elden Ring is right there. And Dolman is $40. And maybe don't buy Dolman. <laughs> it's it's not worth $40. Um, and then I picked up and started playing Prey again? Because I never finished it. And I still like that game. But I do really have... What's that? It's a really good game. It's a really good game, but I have issues. So I have issues with the fact that like your ammo is so severely limited. And I'm not just talking about like survival horror limited. Like Some of the enemies in this game... like I got hunted by the Nightmare for the first time. Okay, so you want to know how you break that? You just go into a room that he can't walk through, and it ends. It's kind of like Mr. X. Well, um, no, because Mr. X, I mean, maybe in the original Resident Evil, but, like, the new Resident Evil, like, there are very few places where he can't come in. You have to go to a save room. 
So, like, in the, um, in the main opening area of Prey, where the big elevator is, um, I ran into the nightmare, and I'm like, alright. And I ran into a room, and just ducked under a desk, and then I realized, I'm sitting here. And then I just looked out the door, I'm like, oh yeah, he has to come up the stairs, and which is gonna be hard for him, and then he's gotta enter the door, he can't enter, watch the timer run out, and I'm just like, alright, that was it. But even it's like that kind of breaks it right there. You sure. just move into a spot he can't fit, and it ends once the timer is gone. I'm like, that doesn't. That one kind of broke the immersion there. Well, I think it's it's not just that, but also like the pl- Like this game has a really bad um, habit of making you really backtrack a ton. Like go yeah. 400 meters this way, and then go 400 meters back. Yeah, and the trip there and back, like there's no fast travel, and you're always going to constantly run into enemies, and not only just running into enemies, but running into enemies you can't fucking see, like the poltergeists, like, and then your stamina is so bad if you don't upgrade it. I I just I remember when I started to be like, oh, I don't like the combat in this game was when I was in space, and then you get to the telepaths. The telepaths, the telepaths suck. are the worst fucking enemy. Everything else is just like, all right. But like, there's so ways much to the, deal with them. So are much you, of the are stuff. you taking upgrades from the alien tree? Taking upgrades from the alien tree. So yeah, if you're using alien upgrades, that game gets a lot easier. Hot heart. Well, as you say, it also it also try, it starts throwing more shit at you. But yeah. So I yeah. did buy like the where you pull the left trigger for the psycho blast and it like has the AOE effect and you can hit enemies with it. But like I run out of Psy stuff so fast. Like, and I'm not finding a ton of the, the upgrade pieces, the, what do they call them? Are you making stuff? Yeah. So, but you have to go, that's the other part of the game that kills me. It's like, you have to find a fabricator and then you have to keep traveling back to the fabricator and you have a limited inventory. Like this game does so much to make you travel constantly. Well, the idea, the idea is that you, it's similar to the, um, fallout new Vegas. If you go in expecting to be able to do everything, you are going to be severely disappointed. You have to kind of realize I want to do this, this, and this, and that is going to be this playthrough. Um, yeah, but still, even that, I'm still constantly traveling to go do something. I that... use it. I use I use the um, recyclers. Yeah, as, but you like, still gotta go base. to them. Yes, like that's but just I use kind it of as the base. I use it as the base of like, all right, I'm gonna go as far as I can, collect as much shit that when I hit that end, I know go back, drop my shit in the recycler. And then head back out again. Because that way it lim- like I'm slowly ticking away at the area. I just it, that's really exhausting after a while because I, like the story in that game is so interesting. Like I, I ran into find the... it no I find it no different though than an open world game where I drive across. Like it's the same reason why like I got tired of Spider Man. So I I understand it, but it's like But it's not as interesting it to traverse way. though. Like, your character moves so very slowly. Like, in the world is very much like, okay, well, here's this I disagree, because there's always always a little bit of tension, because enemies do respawn eventually. 
Yes, they and, do. And, and, and there's plenty of things to find. So, like, you know, a big por- portion of my problem with the Spider-Man game is, like, it is fun to traverse, but eventually I've swung enough where I'm like, I just want to do the thing. Stop making me swing from one side of the map to the other to do stuff. I, I know like, it's not the greatest solution, but you can kind of choose that game with, like, the uh, the foam gun. Oh, God. Yeah, you can get at, you can get into areas where you should not be by using that phone, the uh, sure. phone gun by using it. You can, you can also like you know like just make a platform, and now the enemies can't reach you. Sure, but what what point does that serve other than just staying away from the enemies? Like I'm I'm trying to go and do the things that I want to do, but I feel like the game is fighting me at every step. Of like, well, you want to go here, but you ain't got no guns. There ain't no fabricator on the way to this thing. Like, we're going to throw these three electric enemies at you that are just going to, like, constantly hurt you That's your time. sign. That's your sign. And, and I mean this in the best way possible. That's your sign. Do not go there yet. Don't go there yet. But that's where it's telling me to go. That might be the mission that you're doing. Is That might be also your, like, hey, we understand that that's probably where you should go. Don't go there yet. Because, like, if you go into the medical bay in, like, the first area, you get murdered. Because you are definitely not ready for that shit. Uh, I don't know. I just feel like the game is constantly it's, fighting me about... Because the game the game gives you a lot of freedom. But you will quickly learn, like, oh, freedom definitely has its downsides as I walk into this death trap. Uh, like, I... you know, and then you, once you get the recycler grenades... A lot of shit becomes trivial. <laughs> also, what's the point of, of, like, the objectives being able to... It's like, show me this on the map, and it just tells you what fucking area it's in. Like, why even tell me you can show it to me on the map? Because you don't. I... Like, that's such a useless feature. I... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I feel like that game was easier to do just by looking at the target. And going, yeah, it's in this area? Okay, so I just know where I'm... Where I'm supposed to go once you get like the guts open up. And stop. I, th- I think You're one like... of the most frustrating things I ran into in that game is like I was trying to do some of the side stuff. I was trying to find the bodies of the people, like the survivors. And like it would tell me like here's this person because I looked them up on the computer and it was like they're here. I'm like okay well I'm going to go there and get that person. But when I get there it's like no nah, you can't get in here. It's like I just walked for five minutes for you to tell me I can't do this. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, but like, yeah. there's there's multiple solutions to every problem. Sure, yeah. but when you get there and you don't have that, like, for example, I could not lift this this item because I didn't have an upgrade enough strength. So I'm like, okay, so I literally walked over here for no reason. And, and yeah, that's but the kind other of people, stuff. other people will have maybe put their their neuromods into strength. Sure, but I didn't. And the game didn't warn me of that. And it's like, I get it. It's an exploration game. If it warned you, then it would, I suppose, just be telling you, like, then it becomes just Ubisoft game. But sometimes you know I, I mean? like a little Ubisoft because I'm waste. I've wasted so much that's time not in what this, this game. That's not what this game is, though. Like, I, I understand your point, and there is some there are some flaws to this title. I'm not like defending it, like. Yes, that if an accessibility option would be nice on that. Well, not only just that, but I don't know. I like, don't know. Just giving me 
giving me something to do in that area because I literally just walked all the way over there for nothing. Or I got an idea. If you want to be kind of an open game, put a fucking fast travel system in your game. Like, it's not that hard. You haven't unlocked it yet? No, I don't have any kind of fast travel. So that's that. That is my biggest complaint. It takes fucking forever to do two things. Uh, there's two ways of fast travel. I guess you can put well three. I guess if you consider the elevator fast travel, I don't. Um, the but ascent like, had this problem too. The ascent didn't the, unlock so, fast so, travel for fucking ever. So so there's the internal fast travel called the guts, which is like the maintenance ways throughout the station. Um, that ends up being probably the fastest way through. Wait, is that the uh, stuff you actually cases. have to traverse? Sorry? That's the stuff you actually have to float through space, right? Like, anti-gravity well, stuff. The, yeah, the guts is the anti-gravity part. That's not fast travel. That, that is, is absolutely fast travel. That's a quicker way to get from point A to point B, but fast travel, I'm talking about pull up the map, No, go that, here. That's fast travel. Well, then what... Then why would random... Like, you... I disagree with that. I, I I disagree with that on the level of like it. It has respawning enemies for a reason. They're they're asking you to be a little bit smarter with this game than like you know if if the world was bigger, like I would say yeah, makes sense. Um, but like. It's it's not. It's like a pretty condensed space station. So like, fast travel. Like at that point, you just you're dodging any sort of like risk reward to go somewhere. But fighting the enemies is not really all that interesting. So if I skip them, I don't really care. I don't know. I just feel like the design of you wanting me to go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth between these two areas. You know, just put a fast travel on it because otherwise I'm just I'm trudging through areas that don't really mean anything to me. Are you collecting shit? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, but I've already collected it on the way there. I don't I, need to collect it on I'm, the way back. Like I just I just feel like that's kind of and not only that, but if I collect too much shit, Anthony, then my inventory's full, and I'm just like, well, now I got to travel to a recycling station. Which is, oh, look, on the other side of the map, because there's not one in the area that I'm in. It's just a lot of unnecessary padding to me. I don't know. I like the game. As you say, I don't don't know know what to tell you, because it's like, you, you... I don't know what you like about this title other than the story, which, there is the easy mode. Like, I don't know if you use that. Like, I don't, I don't know if you picked up on your old save. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm using my old save, and I did bump the difficulty down, so I didn't care about the fighting. Oh, you can? I didn't know. I didn't know. You, yeah, I didn't know you can you do that. It's not. It's not that I'm. I don't care about dying. I care about wasting my time traversing back through these areas that I don't necessarily need to go back through. Like, there's so much wasted time in this game that is just not that interesting. And I think that's my biggest gripe I... about it. I suppose that's just a, a a matter of taste at that point. Like I don't, I, like I there's certain parts where yeah, like if you were in the, if there was nothing in space, which is what I would have fucking preferred. To be honest with you, I hated, I hated, like traveling around the space station, um, to uh, 
to only run into fucking the telepaths outside. Um, <laughs> but you, there are moments where you have to drift off to space. Um, if it started, like, you know, if it was nice and it was like, yeah, well, once you have the airlocks open or whatever, fast travel that way, maybe there is. I can't recall if that happens or not. But it's just like, I don't know, there's certain parts of it where it's like, things change over time in that station. And, like, it starts introducing harder enemies in older areas. So they they need you to kind of get familiar with the area. And if you're just kind of, like, jumping to points, you won't have that. Um, so I, I probably I wouldn't is... care as much about the traversal. If I knew where I was going, I could do what I needed to do. But making me walk all the way there, realizing I can't do it having to walk all the way back is a giant waste of time for me. I, again, I get it. I do. But like at the same time, like at that point, what it, I like, would would the solution be like, you need strength for this? Well, see then, but then again, it, it ruins any puzzle solving that you could do. Cause there's, again, there's other ways. So there's a, there was something you had to move, right? Mm-hmm. Another way of solving that would be to have a recycler grenade and throw it because that will remove the object. Because okay. What, what, well, what if I don't you, have one of those either? But what I'm saying to you, Ken, is that there's multiple ways out of most scenarios. So if it tells you something, it, it's, it's ruining any sort of puzzle solving portion of the game because like a lot of that stuff is solved through like I have this these tools what can I do with them and it's like if it tells you that because a part of me goes yeah if it told you that you needed strength that makes sense but then it's like but then you're telling people what they need and do they experiment off of that because when you get there it tells you you need strength so like I feel like that should be enough like, I understand your complaint. I do. I'm trying to figure out a, a compromise. But, like, to me, it's like, as soon as you lean too much of this is how things are done, it drops the, I like, the learning process of here's what things do. Um, because, like, some, some places you can get in through hacking. Some places you can also get in through, you know, when you can transform into objects. Which might be another solution through that portion. Obviously, it requires another neuromod, but like that is. I feel a like there's not nearly enough neuromods in that game. I have like six skill trees, and I think I've upgraded like maybe one or two things in each one. You can eventually create them. Yeah, I only can't to do get that locked yet. out, and then have to unlock yourself out so you can create them again. Yeah, there's just a lot of weird shit in that game that feels counterproductive to what it's trying to do, and I think that's my biggest issue with it. Okay, uh, I, I I do understand, but like I I, I don't want to sound like that. Yeah, Drew, what the go. fuck is wrong with you, Drew? I I, I have a life. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I thought this was America. I thought this was America. All right, well, Drew's leaving because he's tired of hearing us argue about prey. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's fine. Sorry. I... Get the Just fuck out of here, Drew. Go home. All right, I'm going. Bye, bye. 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 
Anyways, you're wrong and you should die. That's what I was saying. I apologize. I, I'll, t- I'll type that out on Twitter to make it look good. I don't know. I don't want to sound like, I don't want to sound like somebody if like, you know, the Dark Souls people that are like, it can't be made easier. Like, I, I understand your complaint and I, I, I do. And I, I'm like, if there was some way of not compromising on the, like, would it, it maybe the easier difficulties should be giving that info out. You know what I mean? Yeah, because I'm not I'm not worried about dying. Like it's very yeah, hard the, for an enemy to kill me on the easy difficulty. Because I, I realized it, as I was playing it, it almost, this, I'm like the combat is not interesting enough for me to care about that. I almost I almost wonder if like a a a hint system or even like what what Silent Hill does, right? Where like it would give you the option of like combat difficulty and puzzle difficulty. Like maybe that is something that would be a better solution. I don't know. I feel like part of it is necessity to later parts of the game, and other parts are like, yeah, I, 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 there, there has to be like there always has to be some sort of compromise like available. Um, I'm okay with what they made. I think the problem is though that that game, the same thing that Fallout New Vegas should have done. It should have been like. You're gonna be running like like make this game as short as possible. If you try to do everything in one go, you're going to have a bad fucking time because you know through then multiple runs you would learn the space station. So like when I started it up again, and I have to go back to it, um, I was doing just a human mod run. So I was taking none of the uh, alien neuro mods because I was like no. That I want to lock myself out of that, and I'm only going to take human options. Um, but that sh- that's a that's a player choice, and like you should inspire that choice because New Vegas did the same thing. It kind of throws you in, and then you sort of find out like, oh, I lock myself out of certain content. Make that up front. Be like, yeah, like what you choose will lock you out of content. Picks choose wisely. Yeah, I don't know. There there's certain things like with all those games, like Deus Ex. Has an excuse because it's kind of the first of that game, that that type of game, right? Where it's like your skills and affect how you have to move through the levels. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I love Prey. I think it's a great game. I I kind of want more of it, even though I really want just Prey Two based off the old 360 game. Um, but it was it was still good, and like yeah, it's it it definitely can be improved. I just don't. I don't fully, as a person, like as a personal thing, I don't fully agree with you. But at the same time, it's like I don't also think that there can't be compromise. So, no, yeah. I, I'm gonna continue to kind of, you know, bang my head. You'll never like the while. DLC. I hated the DLC, the Moon Crash. Yeah. Hated it. Yeah, because it's a roguelike. Yeah, it's it's yeah. No, thank you. That is that is not my jam. But the actual game itself, I'm I'm enjoying. I just have a lot of frustrations with it. Um, and that's, I think that's it. Unless you want me to talk about Overwatch for a while, I can do that. <laughs> but, I don't know. I mean, did anything change in Overwatch? I got all three of my... No, no, I mean, like, big... No, big no, things, that game's no? not... No, that game is done until Overwatch 2, which, you know, people got to play that beta for, like, a month, and now they're all pissed because they have to go back to the original, because that beta was apparently really what that game needs. Is a huge injection into it, and now everybody has to go back and play this old one that they don't like, which is a, a reason why I'm happy I didn't play the beta, because I probably would be pissed if I had to go back, so 
I think I'm okay waiting. Just knowing that it's good. It's that okay. different, huh? Yeah, it's. I mean, they remove. It's now five v five, and tanks are very different, and like they really reworked like three or four characters, and it's just like, all right, all right, you got a new. Well, mode. I'm glad. I'm glad it might be. As as much as I shit on you liking Overwatch, um, I don't want any game to die. You know, like people enjoy it. Um. I'm glad that it's going to be the shot in the arm. It sounds like, or it's it sounds like it's going to be the shot in the arm that the game needs. Yeah, I'm looking forward to playing it, but I don't want to play it and then have to go back. I hope they give the diversity chart <laughs> on the character select screen. Jesus Christ! Yeah, let's not. I'll never get over that because it's just such a weird. It's a very Activision just, thing to do, though. Yeah, just hire diverse people and then make diverse characters because they want to, you know self-insert, which isn't always a terrible thing beyond popular belief. Like, oh, what a weird, unnecessary corporate thing to do. Well, hopefully, you know, if the Microsoft deal goes through, that Activision turns into a better company. That's what we can hope. That, yeah. Oh, by the way, when, when I was talking about it, like, that's the reason why, um, like, the Wonder Boy collection and my disappointment with that was the reason why I'm kind of excited that, like, the Square Enix selling... IDOS stuff to um, Embracer Group. Embracer Group has shown that they are willing to put effort into bringing old games back. Even if it's just to reissue them and never do anything else with them. They put the effort in. And that's a world of difference. And, like, you know, the blob. Really? Like, did anybody, like, go, yeah, that's the series that needs boost. I like the blob. I, I'm I'm probably one of the biggest fans of the blob, but like nobody I'm still shocked. Blob. Yeah, nobody needed the blob. So Alright. Uh let's move on to the releases for the week. Kick in Xbox Series X, PlayStation 5, we've got SnowRunner, Gravatar Recharged, Soldiers, spelled S O U L. That's clever. Soldiers, get it? Uh Surface Rush and Unexplored 2, The Wayfarer's Legacy. That's funny, because I just played on it. Or not Unexplored. Is it Unexplored? Yeah, Unexplored 2, The Wayfarer's Legacy. Uh, PS5, anything different? Uh, Silt, which is that um, underwater game that was shown at that indie showcase. And, first of all, Soldiers looks beautiful. The artwork is spectacular. Like, I'm dumbfounded on how good the sprite work is. What do you think it is? Uh, side-scrolling shooter. No. Okay. Fight for your freedom in a sprawling fantasy world caught between the living and the fallen. Hone your skills in a retro epic featuring puzzle platforming, Metroidvania exploration, and crunchy <sighs> souls-like combat. <sighs> Buzzwords! Ugh. No, thank you. I'll still probably end up playing it because it looks fucking... Amazing. I'm almost at the point where I don't want to play Metroidvanias anymore. Like, people throw that word around, and most of the time it is not correct. A Metroidvania. Yeah. Like, um, Dead Souls. Yeah, no. Uh, even, even, um, even, um, uh, God, um, what's the game I'm thinking of? Uh, that I, uh, Rogue Legacy 2 and Rogue Legacy weren't really Metroidvanias. No. 
Alright, uh, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, we've got Rainbow Billy, The Curse of the Leviathan, uh, Silt, uh, Ar- Arcade Archives, The Tower of Druaga, Behind the Frame, The Finest Scenery, uh, Gig Apocalypse, The Wonder Boy Collection, uh, Gravitar Recharge, Soldiers and Surface Rush, also here, Xbox One, anything different? Just buy the Wonder Boy collection on on the the um, old one on Xbox 360, please sp- save your money. Uh, Xbox is also getting the Super Perils of Baking, whatever that is. The Nintendo Switch. Oh, we actually need to click in now. Uh, Nintendo Switch is Buck Bradley Two, Tune Cars Racing. Equestrian Training, Death Run TV, Floofy's Adventure, Pinku Cult Hex Mortis, Samurai Riot Definitive Edition, The Big Con Grift of the Year Edition. I need to play that still. Do you know who does the theme song? No. Rockapella. Alright. Um, it's, it's the, you know, the, where in the world is Carmen Sandiego, guys? Oh, well, there you go. I, I didn't yeah. know that. Sorry. Oh, they, they, sorry, okay, yeah. They do the theme song to the Big Con. <laughs> That's funny. The Big Con. I mean, yeah, like fuck, it's so good. And, shit. uh, it's, I need to play that game. I've been, I have it on Steam. I've been meaning to play it. Also, Super Perils of Baking is apparently a remake of an old game called Perils of Baking that was like a platformer on the PC or whatever. And uh, it looks like a pretty generic platformer, but like it's got some colorful art design. It's crazy how many games come out in a week that are forgotten the day they yeah. come out. Uh, Card Shark. That's oh, a Devolver fuck, I game, play that. I think. Yeah. I need to play the demo still before I decide if I'm going to pick it up. Uh, a lot of the same stuff we already talked about, but we're also getting Lamplight City, Ocean Animals Puzzle, Preschool Animal Learning Puzzles Game for Kids and Toddlers, Pretty Girl Speed, uh, Cubite Classics Gym Power of the Lost Dimension, Tokyo the Tower of Perpetuity, uh, Ella Metals Death Metal Death Match. Say that three times fast. Death. Uh, <laughs> Night Out, Moonrise Fall, and Ten. Lamplight City is a point-and-click adventure. And Card Shark is a game about cheating in cards. That's all I know about it. Looks interesting. Alright, the news this week, there's a couple big stories, but most of them are just quick headlines. The first up, we have The Quarry, the new Supermassive game. Uh, is still on track to release, but they have announced that the multiplayer will be delayed until July 8th. The last game fell apart in multiplayer. Yeah. Uh, which kind of sucks, though, because I think I've played every Supermassive game minus Until Dawn in multiplayer. So, New Nintendo Switch Online games. We got two Super Nintendo and one NES game this week. Uh, the NES game is straight up black box pinball, son. So, there you go. It definitely looks like a pinball game. Definitely does not play like one. Yeah, I mean, it's fucking NES pinball. 
Uh, we also got Jalico's classic Rival Turf and Data East's Congo's Caper. So those are your new games for Nintendo Switch Online. God of War Ragnarok was raided in South Korea, which lends to the fact that it's still coming out this year. I guess we will find out soon. A new Destroy All Humans game was leaked by the Xbox Store. It is a multiplayer-focused game called Clone Carnage. Enough with the multiplayer-focused shit. Uh, the most important headline of the week, the Callisto Protocol no longer takes place in the PUBG universe. Exciting. There's a surprise. Uh, DC Universe Online developer uh, was apparently in uh, production of a Marvel MMO that has now been cancelled. So that is no longer coming out. Uh... Star Wars Celebration uh, Jedi Survivor was officially announced It is in 2023 and it is Next gen only so it's coming to Xbox Series X and S PlayStation 5 and PC Apparently it takes place 5 years after The events of uh, Jedi Fallen Order so. Also from the Star Wars Celebration KOTOR 2 is coming to the Switch Now normally this wouldn't be a big deal But they're adding in the cut content from the original game. Oh, shit. Yeah. That actually got me excited to pick it up. Dear in in, Look <laughs> at that shit. Where the fuck are you? Uh, uh, Skullgirls is finally coming to Xbox this year. I don't know what... I don't know who even does that game anymore. I, I don't know, but... They are... a, the studio, the original studio closed... Yeah, sexual harassment issues, I believe, right? Or something like that. Shitty mismanagement, yelling at staff, some something. Yeah. Something not good. And then he fired everybody. I don't know. It's a mess. But I know that the mobile company that was doing the mobile port had rights to it so they could keep updating that version. So I don't know if that version's just become the version now that everybody plays. I don't know. Well, they did a, what's it called, the second something kind of like a reboot of the first game with a bunch of added stuff, and it's been on Switch, PC, and PlayStation for a while, but they announced it's coming to Xbox later this year. Alongside the the My Little Pony fighting game, Them's Fighting Her is making its console debut this fall as well. So, uh, Boy. Have you seen that they redesigned My Little Pony? Yeah, there's a game that came out this week, I think. It's, um... It's kind of like, boy, yeah. My Little the, the Pony. Old design, the, the, the Friendship as Magic designs really were far more appealing than whatever the fuck I was looking at that. Yeah, uh-huh. there's a new game out this week called My Little Pony, a Maritime Bay Adventure. And you didn't offer me that for review. Oh, uh, we didn't get it. You know, not that I put in a request for it or anything, but, you know. Um, uh, boy, Microsoft is just not is not having a good time right now. So, there was a book that was released this past week. I think it was called like the History of Video Games, something like that. In that book, it is claimed that Xbox passed on both the Marvel and the Kotor remake licenses. Like they just said, no, we don't want them. They were offered them and turned them down. 
Like, how? Big, big brain strats, everybody. Uh, uh, like, how do you? I can maybe see the the Kotor remake. But yeah, turn it down the Marvel license. Uh... Like, when was this? Oh, this was back when Sony got the Spider-Man rights. Oh my God! Yeah. So I have to assume that was done during the Don Matrick years. You would think. Well, because the Spider-Man stuff came Mid came PS4? around because right. Yeah. So the dealing had to be done before that, and 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 I want to say that that was it was like around the PS4 launch when. Um, when Tom Holland started showing up in the Avengers, right? Because I think part of that deal was, time, I think part yeah. of that deal was like, we want Spider-Man back. You can make all your weird Spider-Man external shit, uh, and you can make Spider-Man video games. I, I want to say that was part of the deal. It was like a weird agreement that they had entered into. Licensing is such a weird fucking thing. Well, fucking licensing is a nightmare, and like. It's only going to get worse because everybody's selling off catalogs of content just for licensing. Yeah. So, like, not not that it matters to anybody listening to this podcast, but Justin Timberlake just sold his music catalog for a lot of money. And, um, like, his music isn't really worth anything because, like, and I'll explain the reason why I say that, like, most people don't buy music, right? They they sign into a subscription service and it's pennies. It's not for for Justin Timberlake. It's it's still only pennies. It's not dollars in in terms of the amount of streams. Like it racks up, sure, but like it's not it's not where the money's coming from. He sells it off of rich and stuff, performing, but he also acts. So a lot of money comes from different places. The reason why they want his catalog. Is for licensing in movies and TV and everything, because that's where the money comes from. So you're seeing a lot of these companies just selling, selling off all the the um, licensing or selling off their their stuff because the person that's buying it wants to pay that money up front because they think it's going to be worth something to license to other people. Yeah, it's it's a weird world we live in, and it's just getting worse all the time. <laughs> The, the the Lando Calrissian gif of this deal keeps getting worse all the time. Uh, more Xbox news. Uh, they they actually confirmed this to Windows Central that they are working on a streaming stick for Xbox Game Pass Cloud called Keystone. So maybe we'll Probably see good that. Thing to announce. Yeah, maybe we see that in a couple weeks at the Xbox Showcase. Who knows? Uh, lots of this is Sony news. Okay, so Dragon's Dogma 10th anniversary website has gone live. So maybe we see Dragon's Dogma 2. You know? Well, I've been talking about it for 10 years. Alright, everything else I have is PlayStation news, so let's start kicking these off. PlayStation VR, rumored to be launching this fall, uh, and rumored to launch with about 20 titles. Uh, there is also a Sony State of Play this week, June 2nd, and they will be focusing on some of the PSVR stuff. 
uh, uh, Returnal is the next rumored game coming to the PC from Sony's first-party library. And Sony has also said that they wanted to up their PC releases uh, for their IP. So they actually expect to pull in about $300 million in PC sales in fiscal year 2022. And so far, the only game released is God of War with Uncharted uh, on the horizon. So the question is, what other games are coming to PC this year from the Sony stable of video games? Work on making a wrapper of some sort for your old PS3 game so I can play Ratchet and Clank on my PC. Thanks. Well, let's talk about PlayStation 3 games. So Sony has confirmed that PS, uh, PlayStation PP PS3 games will not support DLC. Wow, thanks for this nothing. <laughs> Astro's Wrath is available. It's incomplete. Cool. Yeah, so in in response to this, I don't know if you saw this story, but one of the Xbox engineers said that all Xbox Cloud games are built with the DLC into them, so if you own it, you just get access to it. So... I thought that was a funny little jab, considering... I mean, this whole this whole fucking thing just... Oh, we got more to talk about with the, the PlayStation PP. So, we'll start with PlayStation PP uh, launched in Asia this week, so we had a lot of coverage of it, but one of the things that cropped up early on was that they were, like, people who had got a discount on their PlayStation Plus, <laughs> Sony was trying to charge for it. Now, they did walk this back, they did fix it, uh, the people are not going to be charged more... But it was still an interesting thing of like, was this on purpose? And did they think people would notice? Or was it really like an error? Who knows? Um, probably not the worst part about this, though, is those games finally got out. And a bunch of people did some, some taking a look at them. And Sony, baby, what are you doing? You're putting the PAL version of these games on the service? Oh, no, it gets worse. Have you seen what they've done? So they did a fix, (laughs) and apparently that is now causing ghosting issues with the frame rate. So so they did a fix, and instead of just giving you uh, a game that runs at 60, they decided, oh, we'll just take the 50 frames, stretch them out to 60. Yeah, no, nothing will go wrong. What with that. the fuck? You guys make televisions. I like, I don't know, man. What the fuck is wrong with you? PlayStation does not treat their back catalog with any amount of. I've reverence. seen some people go. This is just Jim Ryan making it as terrible of an experience as possible, just so he can say, "See, told you they weren't worth playing." All right, last story I got is, do you feel like PlayStation is kind of like becoming what Xbox said it was going to be back when the Xbox One launched? Because Sony's announced three more TV things now. So I don't know, man. This is weird. So Sony announced there's new TV shows for Horizon, which will be on Netflix. God of War, which will be on Amazon. And finally, Sony is apparently shopping a Gran Turismo movie? Just they're gonna just take the intro sequence from Gran Turismo and put it up on solo. I mean that thing is Fuck. pretty long. I'm so fucking tired of this. I don't want to see this shit in movies. It doesn't work out. It's so funny to me. Like Sonic is a 
cartoon character. That's why it works. I don't, I don't. Like, who's going to play Kratos, really? <sighs> exactly. I don't know. Horizon Zero Dawn, maybe. But, like, look at Halo. I've but been trying to watch paw. it. That's a, that's a monkey's paw that everybody wishes <laughs> didn't, didn't, the ring didn't, or the uh, finger didn't curl. Ugh. I've been trying to watch it, and it's fine, but, like, it's not all that interesting because, like, it's like, I don't know. Why did, like, he, well, he just, he had to take his helmet off. We just, we had I mean, to his do helmet's it. off most of the <laughs> show. <laughs> I know. It's killing me, apparently. It's whatever. Uh, All right, I'm yeah, gonna go this ahead. It's not very good. Yeah, no, it's yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and read these emails. I fucking I don't know how it's continuously just us on the show when we get these emails because you know, nobody wants to show up. Have you have you met us? That's why. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we don't have a life according to Drew because he has a life, you know. So. Uh, Daryl writes in and says, "Hello, all. My name is Daryl, not Blue Skies. Sorry, that was what." the email said when it came to me anyway in, in my response in response to my email about the embracer group my point wasn't really about a foreign company taking over but rather the hypocritical stance of the u.s over bu- ms buying activision maybe they have no say in the embracer purchase but that seems like small compared to embracers purchase by the way yes i'm happy now as we may get a remaster of the first blood omen legacy of kane and not that soul reaver crap yes it's a bad game Popular because of the time and place. Thanks. Oh, snap. Soul Reaver is not a bad game. What is wrong? I mean... I don't know. The, I I just... I look at it and it's like... Who is buying... I mean, in a perfect world... Um, IDOS would have been its own company still. Uh, But here we are. So... I don't know. Soul Reaver's a good video game. Uh, I will stand by that. Alright, Eeyore Cara's email for the 700 show. Again, sorry nobody's here. Don't yell at me. I've been here. So, you know. Boys yell happy... at me. Yeah, I was going to say, yell at me. I have been here, and I'm sorry. <laughs> Boys, happy 700 show. What an incredible achievement. Well done on reaching this amazing milestone. Your friendship, your love of video games, and your dedication is second to none. Past and present, well done to all of you. Thank you for this great podcast and your friendship. So many years have gone by, so many changes to everyone's lives over the years, so many memories and events, life's up and downs. The podcast has always been great. You are all great. Thank you and well done. So I finally got around to installing a 2 terabyte drive for my PS5. Found it fairly easy to install. I'm now ready for the new PS Plus service. That list of games is not bad and a good start. I'm looking forward to the full list. I really do hope it includes Ridge Racer 7. The PS3 launch title, that game was awesome. The MotorStorm series, I'm really hoping for PS1's Loaded and Sledstorm. And for the PSP, one of my all-time favorites, Luminous, Burnout Legends, Pursuit Force, and so many others. Anyhow, as a PS5 console-only owner, I'm looking forward to the new PS Plus service. I'm a Minecraft guy. I have two maps, a creative one and a survival one. Both of them are about eight years of work. 
My daughter recently launched my creative map and started messing around with it, adding blocks and destroying blocks. My design's my work. It hurts, but she's having a good time. Ha ha, it is what it is. Recently, I got back into Pokemon Go. I'm quite surprised how many updates have been made to the game. It's very addictive. I love it. Anyhow, take care. Happy 700th. If I may, leave some information to share. You only live once. Do what makes you happy and watch porn. Almost made it. Uh, as, he, as he was talking about, like, <sighs> you guys are great friends. All I could have, like, do you know the song Graduation from Vitamin C? No, I don't. As we go on, we remember. Oh, <laughs> That's Jesus. all I could hear in my head. And then I'm just like, oh, yeah, that makes me want to kill myself. Well, that's not very nice. You shouldn't do that. Alright, uh, I got a couple tweets here. Or Shogun says, been a while since I wrote in, the world has gone crazy. Tell me about it. Yeah, no shit. And the way I've been coping with it is to get lost in cyberpunk. I did everything nomad, but I understand Starfield getting delayed was disappointing, but my backlog needs this time to catch up. My current backlog... Uh, My current backlog lineup... Guardians of the Galaxy, Chorus, Judgment, A Plague Tale, Tunic, Trek to Yomi. Most of these games are on Game Pass, and since gaming news sites needed to create a story, Game Pass burnout is not real for me. Also, hug your kids, love your family. We ever talk about that? Because I guess I guess that kind of you had mentioned earlier that a bunch of people were like talking about how they were canceling Game Pass, and then I don't think I think the article came out after. Like yeah, so it was literally like two people that tweeted about it. <clears throat> now, granted, those two people have big followings, um, and they've always been big proponents of Game Pass. So it was kind of like, you know, holy shit. Um, but yeah, then the article came out saying Game Pass burnout was a thing, and then Xbox Game Pass tweeted at them, and it just became this whole big nonsense story. Like, yes, Game Pass is going to miss out on some things because of not having these two games. And yes, Microsoft needs to get up off their ass and start putting some games out there. Like, that, that nobody's denying any part of that. But to imply that there's nothing on there, like, alright, just tell people that you don't like indie games. Like, Well, that was the know? Xbox Game Pass tweet. was like, mm-hmm. tell me you don't like indie games, but... By uh, not saying, you know, I forget what the exact tweet was, but it was in that same vein. So, I, hmm, I, I, I understand. Just um, it's a um, I don't remember the I don't remember the turn of phrase. Um, abundance of riches. Um, yeah, you know, it's you got you got too many choices and not infinite amount of time. And Choice paralysis is what it is. Yeah, so I do understand it. However, like to say that it, like, make a big thing about you canceling. Like, first of all, I don't care. <laughs> you know, no, like, I don't. I really don't care. I realize I'm on a podcast and I have to talk about video games. Like most people, probably go, we don't care. I totally understand. Um, but to put out a tweet like it's a press release. I don't think they put it out. Like, I know the person who did it. Like, actually, I know both people that did it. And I don't think there was anything 
No, but it's just like it's one of those things where it's like, okay, like are you gonna ca- tell us when you cancel Netflix? You know what I mean? Like, a lot of people did, oh. and truthfully, I didn't care then. But then again, nobody else cared either. So, anyways, it's just uh, it's such a nothing event. I canceled Discovery a Plus a couple weeks ago. Do you care about that? No. I didn't even know that was a thing. My son was mad because he likes to watch Mythbusters, but... You know, we, nobody else no, was well, watching here's it. here's a fucking so. microwave. Go microwave shit outside. <laughs> you reenact Mythbusters, bud. The only, the only problem I have with the stories is that I would be shocked if the two people that tweeted saying, you know... I'm canceling Game Pass. Didn't have that shit stacked up for like two years like most of us do. <laughs> and like, how do you cancel something that's just stacked? Like, you know my Game Pass? Yeah, I think I, still, I think I still pay. I think I've hit my point where it... Um, You're actually paying for it now? Yeah. Mine is but, in August of 2023 right now. Good fucking God. And that's a shorter one. Like, there are some people out there that's got it up through like 2025 and shit, so. I don't know. I, I just. Game Pass is good enough for $15 a month. Like, what was it? I played Pac Man Museum this week and something else, and like, just those two games alone were worth the $15 for the month, you know? Right. And that's so. like, you know, I don't buy a lot of video games anymore, so it's like, yep, yeah, it showed up, cool. Yeah, like a I'll game will show up on Game Pass, and I'll be like, well, I'll try that, and if it sucks, like, all I do is just delete it. It's not that big a deal. So, You know, maybe eventually, like, Tunic leaves, I'll buy Tunic somewhere else, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I'm glad I played it. Um, but if I don't ever play it again, I'm also fine with that. That's what I did with, through. like, Streets of Rage. Like, I was, like, it was leaving Game Pass, and I was like, oh, I get a, what is it, 10% discount or something, so I just bought it. And... Yeah, I don't know. A lot of stuff's... It is what it is. Not to mention it's got Xbox Live built in, which I have to have because I play Overwatch. So, you know. <laughs> Whatever. It was just... It was a weird thing to see. It was. I, I like... I don't know. I canceled PlayStation Plus a long time ago. Where's my article? You gotta, you gotta, you know? you gotta have more Twitter followers. No. You get an article about yourself. I haven't told enough people to fuck themselves, apparently. That's true. You need to do more of that. Alright, um, we're gonna wrap this up because I got a package about to be dropped off and I'm stoked about it. Um, so yeah, if you want to tweet at us, it's at M4G Podcast. If you want to email us, it's podcast at ztgd.com. You can follow us on Twitter, I'm at ztgd, Anthony's a complacent robot, Drew is at DML Fury, and the site is at ztgd content. Uh, Phoenix Down is running AI the Somnium files, even if Drew can't pronounce it. <laughs> and then when, and then when we have our first, um, Oh god! Oh god! <laughs> you all brought this on yourself. I warned you. There is there is evidence. Oh, you hyped it up, Ken. Of me warning you multiple times. You hyped it up. Nope. This is all on you. I don't. I don't agree with that. I but, remember you telling us that it was the worst thing ever, and I was like, "Well, shit, I have to experience this." No. No. I will I will accept all of your apologies on the next episode. <laughs> no. Not at all. Because you all spend a dollar on what might be More one like, of the worst things ever. You'll accept you'll accept yeah, I'll demand your apology when it's the best game ever. 
Ah, uh, okay. Well, well, we'll talk. We'll talk. Anyway, that's the show for this week. Unless you have anything else, we'll get out of here. Peace out, bitches. Alrighty. And it goes something like this.